calling shuttle pod three. You're cleared for departure. Safe travels. Hello and welcome to Shuttle Scuttle. We're thrilled to be inviting the incomparable Noah Averback Katz, otherwise known as Rin, on season three of Star Trek Discovery. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. I have to tell you, I'm very intimidated. Ships are probably one of my <laughs> weakest points of knowledge. I've tried to avoid this. I've tried to give you guys the runaround, but here I am. I'm ready to absolutely... <laughs> humiliate and embarrass myself uh, no. so thanks a lot no thanks a lot guys don't worry you're so welcome but also you'll be surprised <laughs> that uh no knowledge is needed so okay yeah yeah all right we've Good. decided to go easy on you on for this one so joining me i've also got brandon and alex the two hosts of the main pod hey hey and noah our first ever episode of this pod within a pod had us as a team discussing our favorite ships. As you're going to be joining us for a few trips around the sector, we'd like to know yours. My favorite ships, I love the NX-01 Enterprise, the Ooh. OG Enterprise with Ooh. that stupid metal plating. I love how dumb <laughs> it is. I love that you get to see the showers and that nothing is working. It really feels like an old jalopy that like shouldn't be in space and everyone's sort of impressed and also deeply disappointed by it. Uh, yeah, I just it just feels like it shouldn't work. Uh, and 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 I, I really enjoy that. And then my second favorite is the Enterprise C from yesterday's Enterprise. Oh. I just love mm. that lighting, you know, that dark, mm -hmm. you know, war lighting. Yeah. And everything is in is sort of black and cool. I feel like that's like the Knight Rider version of an Enterprise, which I'm really into. <laughs> so those are going to be my two favorite ships. Very nice. Yeah, because nice. the view screens on all of the ships have that like bar that goes out. So if you're on the Enterprise C, maybe there's this red like Knight Rider. Oh, that'd be <laughs> so cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so what attracts you to the NX-01 and Enterprise C, like aside from those other bits about, you know, being quite clunky and the Enterprise C being a bit dark, what makes them really stand out for you? You know, I, I think they're both pretty unique in terms of ships like a lot of the time you know it's like each ship is there kind you can kind of replace one with the other or maybe like the outside design is like a little bit different but they're they're kind of pretty much the same but mm. i feel like those two really stand out in terms of like just how different they are um you know i love that the bridges are so different the bridge <laughs> of the nx01 feels very like a weird submarine you know and like it's very <laughs> yeah. like deep and people are really high up and everyone's really close together and it's really weird and i just feel like if i wanted to like go to a party i would want to have the party be on the enterprise c just because everyone's <laughs> like looking really good it doesn't have the sort of like everyone's got the old school like cool costumes with like the neck collars but it doesn't have like a sort of clunky fluorescent hallway vibe i feel like the hallways <laughs> in that you just would feel really cool like running to your station you know or doing whatever <laughs> cool thing you do as opposed to being like well it's time to go to like preschool today you know there's no preschool <laughs> on that ship <laughs> i'm so glad you brought up the nx01 and you specifically talked about that submarine feel because mm -hmm. i actually think that doug drexler who created it did that amazing 
amazing job because he had to think about a ship that was in the past, so before the TOS Enterprise, but it also had to have kind of that future design. And as we've seen Star Trek design language evolve, we got to see, you know, with the NX, it really go back into what was it like being, you know, spacefaring and being on one of those first ships that had a crew and, you know, with Captain Archer, it, it did have that feel of it being more militaristic, right? Obviously, it was pre-Federation forming, so it was really, you know, Starfleet's first adventures out there. And I think, yeah, that, that ship does have that feel, and I thought that actually made it really special and really separated it out from the other ships that we saw. And we saw all the components were all built around that. It was cramped. It wasn't comfortable. It definitely wouldn't be having a party on it, unlike you would with your uh, ambassador <laughs> I don't know, class. water polo party in Archer's quarters. Yeah. Well, or you're having a really, really just, like, dive bar, everyone's barfing in the corner kind Kind of party, <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, and she photographs so well, though. And, um, yeah, she's beautiful. I, I really do like the NX, yeah. But I mean, the one thing about the NX that it has above every other ship that we see as a hero ship or anything else is actually nothing to do with the NX, it's the costumes, they have yes. pockets, they have so the many pockets, yeah. Mary sees those costumes and she's like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. They look so loose and comfy <laughs> and I could just like move in them as opposed to like the super tight, constricting form fitting costumes that she has Aww. to go to. So she's very jealous of their costumes. <laughs> well, maybe they'll do like a um, 60th anniversary going back to an Enterprise <laughs> episode. They get to put on the old uniforms. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I love the little patches that they have designed for those uniforms mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, the patches are super cool. Or even like the pips, you know, they're kind of big. You can really get a good look at them too. Yeah, that's always yeah. been the one thing about the Discovery uniforms that have Gotta thrown me squint. off a bit. It's like you walk onto the bridge and you're like, who's the captain? Yeah, <laughs> Squinting exactly. at people's chests. <laughs> yeah. The Enterprise C is a really cool choice as well. Um, I was surprised to hear that being one of your favorites. Have you? Are you familiar with the two concepts, the original concept Probert made, and then, of course, what we saw on screen was the one Sternbach made? No, I think I only know the, the one we, we got to see. Okay. Okay. The Probert concept is very interesting. It's got a few kind of more elongated shapes to it, because obviously the Enterprise C that we see on screen is very cylindrical. It's got mm -hmm. big cylindrical mm -hmm. nacelles, a big round secondary hull, big round saucer and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that's worth looking up because it shows like a real design lineage between the earlier Enterprises and the Galaxy class that we saw. And in fact, the Enterprise C Probert concept fits quite neatly between the Excelsior and the Ambassador that we saw on screen. It's quite cool. I wish I would, I wish I would have done it. That would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I do love its nacelles because I think the kind of the retcon for that and why the nacelles are bigger is they were a test for the galaxy class which of course oh, that's is cool. much bigger uh, so it just it just fits very nice i do i do like both versions exist um i actually have a leaning towards the one we saw on screen myself um i really yeah. like what what sternbach did but i do like that proberts exists as well and it you know it's its own other class in an alternate timeline an alternate universe yeah, it definitely feels like the one that we saw on screen is a very clear evolution from the Constitution class refit from the movies. That's right. The deflector especially, you know, big blue circle mm -hmm. is just identical, um, which is a really cool thing. And especially, you know, I can imagine somebody watching yesterday's Enterprise for the first time and maybe not entirely remembering the shape of the Enterprise A and being like, that's Kirk's ship coming through. And then <laughs> it gets to after the credits and they're like, oh, okay. 
Yeah. Right. I'm looking <laughs> at it now. Yeah, it's. I like how big it is. It does feel like almost like a souped-up version of Kirk's ship, but but the other concept is very. It feels it feels much more warlike. You know that kind of mm-hmm. sleek forward design. I, that's very cool. Interesting. That's neat. I feel like that makes it more congruent with the bridge and uh, the interior of the ship that we saw on screen being all dark and Knight Rider-esque. Yeah, 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 (laughs) totally. Yeah, the bridge that we saw on screen was really cool as well because Star Trek didn't create a lot of individual bridge sets. They tended to, especially in the kind of 90s era just reuse them like there's many many iterations of the defiant bridge after deep space nine that appear as various alien vessels across <laughs> voyager and enterprise <laughs> so it right. it shows that they were kind of going all out for that episode although i don't know because i think that that set was bigger than the battle bridge set which they used for most other ships wow so clearly quite an inspired episode but I'm afraid we're approaching a gaseous anomaly right now, so we're going to have to take a break and everyone to their stations. Uh, Thank you, audience, for your time. I hope you've enjoyed this particular shuttle journey. Uh, You can get in contact with us via our website, shiptalkingpod.com, email hello at shiptalkingpod.com, or tweet us at shiptalkingpod. And please do check out the exclusive benefits available to our patrons at patreon.com you guessed it, slash ship talking pod. <laughs> or just click the link at the top of our website. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again soon. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Bye.